Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're... The Polter Gals. Spooky. <laughs> Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Debbie. And we're the Polter Gals. So, this is going to be another very different kind of episode. Eee! We Instead of, of doing a regular kind of uh, episode where mm-hmm. we just sit here and talk, we're going to talk about our, I guess, your. Like a little bit of us. Yeah. Uh, the Liberty Hotel that Woo. we did the paranormal. I did the paranormal investigation. Yay. I talked to you a little bit a- yeah. about it, but I try to keep it very vague. She's like, I'm saving it for the episode. Yeah. I I kept it very vague just because I wanted her to hear it. I was here. like, did you see a ghost? And she was like, maybe, maybe. So um, this was actually a really cool place. It's Liberty Hotel in Claiborne, Texas. Mm-hmm. So, Claiborne. Yeah, it, it's no joke exact hour away from us. Wow. So it is the perfect little drive. Mm-hmm. If you want to go and if you're in Texas, it's... It's a nice, nice little it's, place. It's close to Fort Worth. Was it like nice as a hotel, or was it just a ghost tell? Aren't you funny? I am I funny. I guess the ghost will have to tell us. <gasps> ghost, tell us. No, but it, it was actually a really nice hotel. It. So, I'll kind of give you all a brief history, and this is also from the tour. The uh, from the tour, so we went with two people that we have got that we've had on the show, mm-hmm. Robbie and then Cindy Little. Cindy Little, shout out to our live episode. If you guys have not checked that one out already, yeah. go check it out. Yeah, so she's actually been on the show twice now. Yeah, double, which is pretty cool. And then we also went with it was for Georgina, who I met at Cultivate mm-hmm. for Robbie Allen's mm-hmm. opening show. Yeah. And so it was her birthday thing, and so just happened to invite us to go. Unfortunately, Debbie couldn't go, but... <laughs> it's okay. I was in Austin, yeah. so I'm, I have a whole other story. You guys already saw that on our social media. Yeah. Uh, I went and saw the doc, the deck investigates, the deck live, um, and I made a little story about it, so go and check that out on our Instagram. I posted about it. I posted stories, um, and with that, of course, guys, go sign the petition and check out their podcast, The Deck Investigates, new 15-part series for more. Yeah. Anyway, so. and then while I was doing that, Allison was getting spooked to death. Yeah, so it, this was a... 
very interesting thing to experience during before during and then even after and Mm -hmm. i'll tell you why Mm -hmm. but it's yeah so robbie likes to go into an investigation not knowing anything yeah so it was georgina Jeanette, cindy and myself we had all got there before robbie conveniently Mm -hmm. so we had gone up we Georgina allowed us to pick our own rooms. Mm -hmm. So we basically picked our own poison as to what we're going to (laughs) do with for the night. And you know, we love talking about haunted rooms and certain numbers. So I just, I was like, okay. So we had, let's see, six rooms. There was only five of us. So we had 412, 413, 415, 401, and 405. The sixth room was 301. Hmm. Interesting. So all those will actually come into play mm-hmm. later on, Ooh. as I tell you. Um, so Georgina told us the history while we were sitting in 412, mm-hmm. which was Cindy's room. Dun, dun, dun. And kind of giving us an update. We went back downstairs to get Robbie and... And being the last one got stuck with the last room, which was 405. Oh, no. And this is kind of where things start to get a, a little interesting. Mm. Because we started to hear the history. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you all that now. Okay. So the hotel was built in 1924. Wow. 1920s, baby. Yeah. So it was originally <gasps> built. Exactly almost 100 years ago. Yes. Wow. Yes. So it's it, it's. It gets really interesting, mm-hmm. really interesting. It was built by A.J. Wright, mm-hmm. I believe. <gasps> My relative? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't Maybe. Maybe. You might be right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So it was built originally as what it is now, mm-hmm. a luxurious hotel. It was supposed to be for the railroad people, yeah. for those that work there, for them to have a nice place just to... Come in, rest her head, and then go back to work. Yeah. Because I think Georgina said that they were having to drive back and forth Mm -hmm. to the closest hotel. And this hotel was actually built by the same guy that this, he built another building prior. Oh, wow. Okay. That was almost catty corner to the hotel. Oh, okay. So like in the same area. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy, AJ Wright, has... A lot of connections in Claiborne, and he's m- kind of notorious for helping build Claiborne to what it is. Yeah. So, he built it because of the railroad, and there is a lot, a lot of stuff that happened here. In the 1900s, despite it being successful, mm-hmm. actually plummeted. Well, yeah, because right, right after that was the Great Depression mm-hmm. in 1929. Yes. So, so, I mean, the Depression was right around the corner. Yes. So, that that had a big part of it. And, again, this is where some of the stuff that we've had happen. Mm-hmm. And a lot of dark history happens during this time period. Dun, dun, dun. So, of course, you hear the, the Great Depression hits, mm-hmm. falls into despair, Nearly hits what we call in the state of Texas an orange notice, mm-hmm. 
which is basically that's the state of Texas or the city. It's it's more specifically the city declaring it uninhabitable. Mm -hmm. So it's unsafe for people to live in in any way, shape, or form. Almost hits there, but is luckily saved. And now what it is, Scott and Howard Dudley stepped in, and in 2004 it reopened as a hotel. And it actually had a name change at some point. So it opened up as a Liberty Hotel, then shut down, Mm -hmm. and then reopened as... um, Efficiency apartments got shut down again, opened (laughs) back up Uh as another hotel under a different name. And then in 2004, with these two guys, the Dudleys, they wanted to restore it to its original glory, like most hotels, and changed the name once again to the Liberty Hotel. Nice. It's rightful name. Rightful name? I see what you did there. Ah, ah. So funny. So, this is where it gets a little crazy. Okay. It's known for its hauntings because of this. The crime and the lawless in Claiborne actually earned this town to be known as Little Chicago. (laughs) Little Chicago. That's funny. So, what makes this so interesting is because during this time period... There was multiple stories. Now, while it was efficiency mm-hmm. apartments, there are no rooms on the first floor. Mm-hmm. The second floor is what you would think of high class. Okay. Um, people, at least with enough to, you know, even if it's like high middle class, people yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. Know, could afford that. The bougie people. Yes. Well, bougie-ish. Yeah. People. Okay. The fourth floor is for the workers. Okay. Yeah, and that's how we've talked mm-hmm. about, like, in the past. Like, the yes. top was usually, you know, where they had, like, the slaves or the workers yeah. or the working class. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So, that's where that went. And it's also said that potentially the owners had a apartment there as mm-hmm. well. And the third floor was for the kind of, like, low-income class. And mm-hmm. that's the floor that got the most hit and is actually the most activity. And that's where you guys were, right? So we had one room mm-hmm. on the third floor, mm-hmm. and that was strictly intended for investigation. Mm-hmm. No one slept in that room. Okay. So, and that is because that floor is said to have a lot of prostitution going on. Oof. Wait, and like right now we're like in the past? Like in the past. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, you can't sleep on no. that floor. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not right now. Okay. <laughs> so, now what makes it interesting... And confusing because Georgina does and still does a lot of the research. Yeah. So as she's uncovering more, she's trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. She can't figure out if the owners knew about it Mm. and were just oblivious to it or if they knew about it and were just turning a blind eye to it. Mm. Interesting. Now what adds the twist is what makes us kind of think that they're turning a blind eye was because Claiborne had a very, a lot of, so I don't know how to phrase this without it being like <laughs> sounding horrible. Oh no. Claiborne had a lot of KKK. Oof. Oof. Like it's, 
the kids story yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's very dominant in this time period and what's going on and yeah. everything so what we think might be what we thought might have been happening is the kkk essentially was running it Oof. bought off the owners oh no or they're the ones that are going up there to do the prostitution so we don't know exactly but during this time period there was it was just that was that was the norm lots of prostitution the kkk was very dominant in the community disgusting and yeah so it we're not again this is all alleged we're not sure yeah um george but we do know that that was that's what was happening yeah so, the second that Robbie comes in, he says, who's the little girl? Oh, no. And, tr- again, you have to remember that we had just heard the history and mm-hmm. Georgina's experience. Mm-hmm. And this is where the room numbers come in handy. Oh, no. So, you have to remember, Robbie's in 405. And he came in... After everybody else. So, so this no, is after everybody yeah. had already picked their own room. So we picked our own poison. Mm-hmm. Except for Robbie. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting in 412, mm-hmm. which would be Cindy's room. Mm-hmm. Georgina then tells us that prior, probably a few months before, I would say four or five months, she was staying in 404. Mm-hmm. Her husband had gotten up to go to the restroom. She was still laying there half asleep i'm already getting ghost bumps like under my so sleeves <laughs> my hair she, yeah up. it's it, it gets this whole night was creepy she turns over and what she says is it's the bed and right here would have been that little gap between like the doorway yeah and the bed mm-hmm. when she flipped over she sees a little girl <laughs> but the Sally. thing is is that her hair, she said that her very viv- vividly remembers her hair looking like ring-like. If you, Have you seen the movie Ring? Yeah, where it's like all over her face and she's like... So it was very all over her face, could not see her face. Yeah. Very wet. But she could tell it was wavy. hmm And it seemed like she was still wearing her church dress. hmm So she said that she could remember seeing a little white skirt. <laughs> And then the high knee socks Mm -hmm. with the nice shoes. Yeah. So then when Robbie comes in and tells us this, that he saw this little girl, we're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So when each person gets there, we went to go check up, like check the room, see Mm -hmm. what it looked like and what we're kind of getting into. Yeah. So then we're sitting in Robbie's room and... Um, Robbie's like, we're asking him like to describe her. And so he's like, not in this room, not right now. So we go to Cindy's and then Mm -hmm. she, he's telling us what she looks like and it Mm. confirms exactly that. Matches the same description that Jordina gave before he got there. Yes, before he even got there. But here's the catch. Georgina can't find a single thing about this little girl oof but you also have to remember that if these are like prostitution efficiency apartments there was a lot of stuff that probably happened yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff that probably slipped the cracks that fell through 
you know, who knows what happened. Yeah. So finding this little girl is obviously harder than what it is. Yeah. But later in the investigation, we kind of find out what happens to her. Oh, no. And so I am in actually right next to Cindy. So I'm in 413. Mm -hmm. So you can go sleep with Cindy if it gets too scary. And (laughs) I told them and I was like, dude, I don't know what it is, but I feel like I'm being watched in that room. Ugh. Like, the whole time. Then you want me to come stay in the, at the hotel? Yes. No. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. So, <laughs> then, we, so, we kind of just do that, go mm-hmm. have dinner, come back, start yeah. the investigation. Um, and, and we start in Cindy's room again. Mm-hmm. So, we do a necrophonic, which is basically just a spirit box session mm-hmm. in Cindy's room. Um, We start hearing names we start the first one we heard was finn Mm -hmm. which georgina from the get-go he she goes i don't want to talk to you finn go away oh my gosh at that exact second robbie said that the little the the second he walked in the little girl covered her mouth and took off i don't like that and we tried we tried to talk to the little girl but he said for whatever reason, she would not talk and she Aww. does not like him. Aww. So then at this point, Georgina tells us a little bit more about Phineas, mm-hmm. which is his name. Um, She says, Finn, if you better tell them what you did or I will. Oh, no. Because he was not letting. And she goes, I'm not ready to talk to you. And then he was and he's like, so. Like, that's what came through the voice. Yeah. Like, came through so, the ghost box. Yeah, through the ghost box. The word, so. I'm literally gagging. Yeah. So, we're sitting there. We're like, and, I'm like, are you kidding me? She goes, okay, fine. Then you better tell them what you did. And he goes, no. <laughs> and so, we're like, and she's like, well, what do you mean, no? He's like, don't tell. <laughs> and so, he, he was, like, refusing. And so, then she yeah. goes, okay. Well, I'm going to tell them. Mm-hmm. And this is what she said. That he kidnapped a attorney. Mm-hmm. The attorney that was working his case because he had some really bad criminal history with mm-hmm. stealing. Kidnapped him. Oh, my gosh. Killed him. Why would you kidnap your attorney? And then took off running from the police. And during the police chase... Stopped in front of the Liberty Hotel and was cornered and then got shot in front of Liberty Hotel. Oh, all my hair is standing yeah. on end. Like, my hair is going. That's, yeah, that's kind of the gist, which if you want to hear, like, Georgina's story, you definitely have to go check out that. It is currently in the process of being posted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people that know put stuff on YouTube knows how that feels. <laughs> it's horrible. But yes, there is up there, there is an unedited, and then there is a, which is like three hours long. <laughs> so, good luck to anybody. That's probably what I'll go watch tonight, the unedited version. Oh, but it it's worth it. And we have a lot of laughs. We, yeah. we, we really do. So, she tells us that, and then we're like, God, like, it's, it's like this heaviness. Yeah. So then we from there we went to 
Robbie's room because mm-hmm. we we're hoping that by switching to his room mm-hmm. that it'll allow her to the talk, talk yeah. and not be so fearful of that. Yeah. yeah. So we move and he's he's seeing her, but like she's still not wanting to talk. Yeah. Uh, we get the name Bev mm-hmm. several times, Bev mm-hmm. and Beverly, mm-hmm. and then Anne and Anna. Mm-hmm. So we can't tell if her name's Anne or Anna. Yuguchi? <laughs> oh, bless you. Sorry. So, we're yeah, we're, we're getting a lot of, like, little words. And the interesting thing is, thing is, is that no matter where we went, the first 10, 15 minutes, we'd have a lot, like a lot yeah. of intelligent responses. And then, and then anything, and then it drop. Yeah. It's probably because from your bodies moving and you guys all being in the room, probably built yeah. up the energy and then slowly faded again as you guys well, were in the space. That's the thing is that like, we don't know. Cause we're like, what's going like, and we're slowly starting to question this because then once we split up, mm-hmm. Like the inner, like it start. We started getting better responses. Oh, interesting. But we never intentionally split up to investigate. Yeah, we left cameras up in each of our rooms and mm-hmm. recorders mm-hmm. just to go, and so nothing like that came across. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we after Robbie's room, we went down to three hundred one, and. You have to remember this is the floor where the prostitution was yeah, happening. Yeah, so you guys just had the room not mm-hmm. to stay in, just to investigate yeah. in. Well, we walked around the second floor first, mm-hmm. and I remember telling Robbie, like, I feel like I'm floating in water. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, it's almost like this buoyancy thing, like you're bobbing up and down, but not, like, a lot. Yeah. And he goes... Okay, so I'm not the only one. Oh. And I go, no, you you feel it too? He goes, yeah. We go up to the third floor, it gets worse. Oof. It's like in, intense. Mm-hmm. So we go into 301, and I reach over, and Robbie's actually to the left of me, so everybody else is going in front of us. Mm-hmm. But I go, I don't want to go in this room. Mm-hmm. And he goes, it's okay. I go, No. We don't need to be going in this room. Like, I don't even want to be on this floor because it's almost like the sensation of being tipsy. Yeah. Like that kind of like motion, the swaying, the buoyancy. Like that's that's almost what it feels like. But I told him, I was like, I just don't want to go in. I don't want to go in here. I took these little, they're attended for like cat bowls. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. you turn it on and, you know, mm-hmm. when it hits it, it turns on and lights up. Yeah. So it said that because you have to physically touch it, mm-hmm. it's, it does make it easier for the spirits to, like, touch it and for it to light up since their energy field is different from ours. Yeah. And so I, li- I turned it on and I set it on the bed, mm-hmm. set one on both beds and then one over here because over here there's another little, like, nook. Yeah. Well, Cindy's going over there, walking around with the EMF reader. The second she goes over there, and you have to remember, you have to touch it, like shake it almost sometimes. Yeah, because it's like for cats. Like it's like the little thing that the cats bat around. So like, you know, when it bats, it like lights up and like, you know, it's like for them to play with. Yeah. 
So Cindy goes over and she has her phone in one hand and then an EMF reader in the other. Mm-hmm. And then the ball lights up. Oh. And I looked at her and I was like, did you touch that? And she goes, no. And I was like, okay. So I kind of knew where, like, I was like, okay. And then we start the investigation. We also do a necrophonic session there. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're getting all these names. Oof. And we're talking about the KKK, the prostitution, how mm-hmm. it's wrong. And then at some point we we heard, get out. Oof. Or leave us. Uh. And then we also heard, let us out. So it's like something we're getting and, and you could feel the energy and i t- i told them i was like i have this not feeling like you know and i the way i described it was right before you throw up you know how it feels like your rock mm-hmm. is it like if you feel a rock in your stomach yeah and it's just like sitting there yeah that's what i felt i felt like this twisting turning rock in your feeling like right before you throw up mm-hmm. that's what i was feeling and i had Felt fine for the most part, except for the buoyancy feeling up until then. And so I was like, I don't know what it is, but, like, we need to leave. Yeah. And so Robbie even told them right then and there, she said that she didn't want to come in this room. I don't know why, but she said she didn't want to come in this room. Mm-hmm. And then I looked, and they're like, well, like, you know, what, what's going on? And I was like, no, th- this is weird. Y'all. Like, I'm about to puke. <laughs> and I was like, you know what I just processed, though? And they're like, what? And I was like, I am a minority. Oof. And I'm a female. Oof. Sitting in this room where we know that the KKK had a really strong hold on mm-hmm. and prostitution. Mm-hmm. So those t- two things put together are probably not the greatest things to be put together. Yeah. And in this room. Yeah. And so they're like, we didn't, they're like, oh, we didn't think about that. Yeah. And Cindy and Robbie are white. Yeah. (laughs) For you guys, so you don't know. So I would, and I'm going to put disclaimer, I was the only minority of the group. So, hmm. Um, And and that's kind of where things started to get a little bit interesting. Um, But yeah, I just, it it was a very weird sensation. And we continue to have the investigation in there. Um, I just, it was weird because I even had almost like a picture Mm -hmm. placed in my head of Mm -hmm. what the room should have looked like. Oof. And I told them. I said, first of all, so like I said, there's a little nook Mm -hmm. area right here on that same wall, probably 10 feet, Mm -hmm. if that big. There's another that goes out into the hallway. Yeah. And then over here, it's like one of those conjoining doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's another little, like, square rectangle. Yeah. So I said that, I don't see, like, in this thing, like, in this picture in my head, I don't see that door. It's a wall. Like, that mm-hmm. wall should have been closer to me. Yeah. This room, and then I was like, it looks like the thin wood paneling that they would have had back in the day. Yeah. On the floor. Yeah. That's what I was seeing. Yeah. And I was like, it's a, like a very long room. Yeah. With the thin paneling, and then this wall is not here, and then this right here wasn't there either. Yeah. 
I was like, I get the sensation that this was the only way in was over here. Yeah. And so they're like, seriously? I was like, yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Other than that. Like, there should be a wall here, there should be a wall here, and the only thing that's even cut out irregularly is where the door is. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah. And so, and I was like, and I also get the sensation of, like, having to sit on the floor. Like, we're on the floor, almost like mats. Like, in pre-K, when you sleep on the yeah. floor, that's what I felt like. Like, people just laying on the floor. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And so then we're like, okay, let's go up. Let's go up to 401, mm-hmm. which is where Jeanette was staying. Mm-hmm. So then we go up there, get some decent stuff. And again, the cat bowls, one of them went off. Oh. And it was the only time. Like, we each one of them, since 301, mm-hmm. the cat ball went off every mm-hmm. single time. But just Ugh. once. Ugh. Just once. We don't know why. We think it might have been them telling us, like, they're following us. Like, letting you know that, yeah, they're, that there. they're there. <gasps> um, Sorry about me screaming, guys. Yeah, no, it, it was interesting. And we we figure since it's right above it, maybe there's something. Like, they're going back and yeah. forth the floors. Yeah. Uh, but nothing really too crazy yeah. in her room. You could feel the energy is almost the same, like the yeah. almost that gut wrenching. Yeah. We go back to Robbie's room, talk, you know, and then at some point it's like, well, who do you. Georgina asks, will you talk to me? And then a voice goes, no. <laughs> and then she goes, okay, well, who do you want to talk to? And it goes, Allison. No. Yes. Straight said, Allison. <laughs> Oh, my God. I would have pooped my pants Penny, right there. I am the furthest person from them. So, Robbie's room is you go in uh, through the door. To your left is the bathroom. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. There's a wall. To your right is the bathroom. Yeah. You take uh, two steps in. Mm-hmm. There's a king-size bed. Yeah. And then you take another five steps in. And there's like this little living room, almost like yeah, yeah like area. a little setup area. Yeah, yeah. So there's like every, like most hotels. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couch. Yeah, a little coffee table, and then on that far wall is the dresser. Yeah. So I am sitting over, almost to where that little wall is. When you mm-hmm. take a step in, there is a smaller dresser, like a short two shelved mm-hmm. dresser, and I'm sitting right there. Cindy's on the other side of the bed with the big dresser. Mm-hmm. Jeanette is sitting on the edge of the bed. Mm-hmm. And then you have Robbie and Georgina sitting on the couch. Yeah. So that's kind of the setup. Yeah. And so you're like closest to the door. Yeah. 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 And so that's when she asked that. And it was said, Allison. Oh, what'd you do? And we're asking the question, can you tell us your name? Because at this point, we, we were able to get the little girl to yeah. come out. And so she, um, like, for whatever reason, she wanted to talk, but she wanted to talk to him. And I was like, okay, well, can can you tell me your name then? And then Georgina goes, Anna, I, I want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's how who we're trying to talk to. Please, come on, you know, like, you're safe. We, we don't mean any harm. Yeah. We we just want to get your story because I can't find anything about you. Yeah. Now I want to know more so that way I know where to look. Mhm. 
And then we hear, like, a little girl, girl whisper, but then it gets covered up by all of these other voices. So, like, they're trying to hush her up. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So then we go to my room, mm-hmm. which is 413. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was about that room that drew me. But I was just like, I don't know why I picked that room. And we do a necrophonic mm-hmm. and then a dowsing rod at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. Because the thought is if you do them at the same time. If you get cross readings or cross instruments. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. So it kind of like if you get a yes on the dowsing rods, but then get a no on the necrophonic. It, it could be two different people. or Yeah. 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 So. The way that that room set up is it's a almost like a hallway that's like two or three feet deep, mm-hmm. and as you're walking in, you pass the bathroom. Yeah, and then you have two beds, mm-hmm. the dresser, and then over here is like that little just table up against the wall mm-hmm. for a desk. And so I'm sitting there. Cindy's sitting over here next to one of the beds because there's a little single person seat. Mm-hmm. Georgina is the one doing the dowsing rods. Robbie is sitting on, no, I'm sorry. Robbie's sitting in that chair. Cindy's sitting on one of the beds, and then Jeanette's on the other bed. Yeah. So she's getting, you know, Georgina's like, okay, is your name Anna? And it says yes. And she purposely left out a specific part of the story. Of Anna, mm-hmm. which is a little girl. She says, did you die in the creek? And it crossed her, yes. Oh. And then she goes, did you get pushed? Yes or no. And it opens up for so no. no. Yes. So the way this works, I'm not, I didn't explain it. She always says, cross for yes, open for no. Yes. And what That's these are, standard. yeah. So what these are intended for are initially defined a water source. Mm-hmm. So anytime it crosses, you know that the, that's a water source. Mm-hmm. And when you're hunt paranormal hunting, mm-hmm. if it, a lot of people say cross for yes, open for no, so that way you it's very specific, and you have to ask yes no questions. Yeah, and the way dowsing rods work is they're like little L shaped poles in basically a canister so you're holding on to the canister that the l pole is in so you're not actually hold so it's it's not restrained at all Mm -hmm. so like by you holding it there's no way for you to like twist it because they're freely rotating yes so they're you're just holding on to these little canisters with it inside of it and it can rotate freely Mm -hmm. so there's no there's no personal interference in it as well yeah yeah and so she go and she said did you get pushed no. And then she says, what well, did you jump? At the same time, it crosses and through the necrophonic, it said yes. Oof. At the same time. At the same time. And then the name Bev started coming back up mm-hmm. again and again and again. It's like, okay, Bev, are you related to Anna? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Are you... And so we started, we went down that rabbit hole. Yeah. So the, my room was the one that we were getting the most clear answers for the longest Oof. period of time. Wow. We were getting answers for 20, 25 minutes. Wow. 
and it, th- it was very solid yeah. answers. Very clear. And at some point, the ball again. So mm-hmm. I set one up on each bed, yeah. per usual. Set one up in the bathroom because that's where I was telling that I felt like I was getting watched. Mm-hmm. Was from the bathroom. And there's actually a mirror that lines up. Uh, don't do that. Guys. That then bounces into the room. So yeah, like if yeah, you're yeah, standing yeah, yeah. in the room, you can see into the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put one there because that's where I said I was getting, like, I was... I was getting watched from was the bathroom. Yeah. I would not poop all day. I I did not poop all night. I'd be like, no, thank you. It it was unnerving. (laughs) And I don't know how else to explain it. Like, in my mind, I'm like, I don't know what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're getting the clearest responses. But, yeah, it it was just super weird, all that happened. And then we went to Georgina's room. Mm -hmm. And Georgina's room, nothing. Wow. We're Lucky Georgina. Four fifteen. You should have taken her room instead. <laughs> so uh, her room was 415. So if I come and stay, I can stay in 415. Yeah. Okay. The only thing that happened was the ball lit up again. Yeah, but again, it had lit up in every single room at least yeah. once, right? Okay. So, but that's the thing is that, like, each one of us even picked it up, and I had a box of them. Yeah. And this is a box of 15. Yeah. We ordered them off of Amazon. Yeah, so <laughs> there's no telling if we're using the same ones. That's true. Or mm. if they're, it's a new one every single time. Yeah. So I was literally throwing them, and then, like, they're moving around in the box as we're walking. Yeah. Because we're carrying all of our stuff yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could hear them rattling. Yeah. So there's no telling if we're... If I'm consistently grabbing the same one or if I'm grabbing a different one different every Different one each time. Because, again, it's just like a little box of toys. Yeah. So, so again, it, it kind of brings some count kind of validation as they're yeah. going off because we can't yeah. indicate if it's the same one. It wasn't like there wasn't a control. Like, there was no way yeah. for you to know. There, yeah. there was no way to control this unless I actually, like, put them in my pocket and then yeah. them out. And yeah. But, no, I, I we... Literally packed up everything. Wow. Every single time. So the only things I had that were out was, was your camera. Was the camera. Mm-hmm. The only thing I was putting in my pockets were both of my digital recorders. Yeah. So I didn't have to carry them. Yeah. And I was wearing this exact jacket. So I was. Why did you wear that jacket, Allison? Don't the, bring your haunted jacket. Well, so <laughs> I have an inside pocket. No, I know. I and know. then an outside. So I was just putting them. Yeah, so you could carry it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, so, and then, yeah, so it was just the easiest way for me to handle Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. So, it it was very, very weird. Um, Mm -hmm. Cindy, we went back down to 301. Mm -hmm. Cindy went to go to the bathroom in her room, and she said that, and this is how we figured this out. Oh, no. Why we're, if we split up, because Cindy went to her own room, Robbie went to his own room to go to the bathroom. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're like, I can't poop in my room. Sorry, no, I'm going to have to so go poop in someone else's. <laughs> so the rest of us didn't have to go. So we met. Yeah, three yeah. We all just, the three of us went. We're still setting up our equipment while we're waiting on Cindy and Robbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Georgina is sitting on the ledge like this. For those of you who can't see, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But she's basically leaning up against the windowsill because that there's a small table Yeah. that's right there with two seats. And so she's sitting in one of the seats, leaning up, looking out, being nosy, seeing what's going out, you know, next yeah. door. Well, the ball 
lights up. Oh, no. And the bed is directly behind her. Oh, so it lit up on the bed behind her? Yes. And she was not on the bed at all? No. She was sitting in the chair. (laughs) I was still, I was behind her Mm -hmm. on the, next to the dresser, putting one of my digital recorders there. Yeah. Jeanette was by the door past me. So the way that that room is set up is there's a table right here. There's a table right... There's basically two windows. Mm-hmm. There's a table in between those two windows yes. with a chair. Okay. Maybe a half a foot over, there's the desk. Mm-hmm. If you turn back around, that's the rest of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a bed probably a foot and a half away from Georgina mm-hmm. behind her. The desk probably two feet from that bed and then mm-hmm. the other bed. Of yeah. course, you know th- how most... Again, hotel rooms are yeah, set up. Yeah, set up. And then on that foreign is another table with t- uh, two... Actually, I think it's a little coffee table and a oh, couch. Okay. Jeanette was over there and, you know, just sitting there getting her stuff and the bowl lit up. Oh. So then I had my camera and I looked... And the second I put the camera on, it stopped. Ugh. But then I turn back around, and it and Georgina turns her back around. Mm-hmm. It lights up again. Oh, oh, my gosh. So then I turn around, and I put the camera there. So I have my the camera on one side that's closest mm-hmm. to Georgina, an audio recorder on the other corner of the bed, mm-hmm. and then the little ball in the middle of the bed. Yeah. So then I sit across from Georgina. Yeah. Because that's where I was, like, the spot I was feeling the most negative energy. Yeah. And then Robbie and everybody else was on that far side. But Robbie was sitting on the other side of the dresser, so I really couldn't see him. Like, I could see the back of his body, and that was it. Yeah. But, yeah. And and, and then everything. Like, you could feel the energy was completely different this go-round. That's so weird. And 301, except for the ball lighting up, it was a totally different energy. Weird. And I just, it it was, it was very, very interesting. Wow. And so at that point, um, we went back up mm-hmm. and walked around the second floor again just mm-hmm. to double check and seeing everything. And... Went to the fourth floor, went to our own rooms, and then this is one thirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'm sitting in my room, and I'm like, I can't, like, I can't, I can't. Like, it's this gut-wrenching oh. feeling and feeling of being watched, and then this feeling of, like, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go, I got to get out of here, I got to get out of yeah. here. And then at some point in my head, I heard the, which is not my own thoughts. I know it's not my own thoughts. I'm like, because I'm trying to calm myself. I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. Like, just calm down, you weirdo. Yeah, and <laughs> like, I was like, I'm, I'm freaking myself out. I'm yeah. psyching myself out into something that's not actually going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in my head, I hear, get out. Ugh. Like, out of nowhere. And I know it's not my thoughts because it's, <laughs> it seemed like, and you have to remember, you have, uh, you actually have an inner eardrum. Mm-hmm which you could hear different frequencies in. I don't like that. And so if, and I know this because in theater, mm-hmm. college theater, mm-hmm. you know one of those like tuning forks? Yeah. If you tap one and put it on your tooth, 
Mm-hmm. You can actually hear it. That's so weird. I don't like that. I don't like yeah. that at all. And you can tell because and we pass it around the class. Mm-hmm. So I say pass around. So a bunch of kids had, licking tuna forks. We, we had two. <laughs> But each time we disinfected it. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Let it dry. This would not be safe in COVID yeah, town. No. <laughs> so, but the thing is, is that when you 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 couldn't hear it. Weird. So like, if you tap it and put it, I put it on my tooth, you wouldn't be able to hear it, but I could hear it ringing. Weird. So it's something. It's literally like right here within, and that's where I heard it. Ooh. Was, Get out. And so I was like, okay. Did well, you leave? I literally had to leave. I grabbed my crap, started to walk out, and the whole time, that whole almost drunken feeling again, Yeah. as I'm walking out, it's like getting heavier and heavier, and like, I I was struggling even to get to the elevator. Oh my like that's God. How, that's how intense this feeling was. Did you just like go sit in the lobby? So I went to my car. <laughs> as I'm going out, Robbie... Is actually coming <gasps> in. No way. Yes. Oh so my god. So for whatever god. reason, Robbie went to go to his truck to grab something. Did you drive home at one in the morning? Yes. Allison. Yes. Okay, so you really were dead on Saturday too. Yes. <laughs> so it was like, and and what and this was like I I have a feeling of like I need to redeem myself, but the story gets worse. Oh no. So, this is why. Is this is why you want me to come with you? I, I have to redeem myself. But, <laughs> so I go home. And something keeps telling me to find more about the little girl. So, I'm like, the little girl, the little girl, the little girl. So, then I'm like, I didn't go to sleep till 5.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. When I finally go to sleep. I'm dreaming of the little girl. Oh no! Time. Oh no! A few days. Can ago. I say your f- catchphrase? Yikes! Yeah, yikes! So then I tell S- I see Cindy Sunday because mm-hmm. I went to the Skellington Market. Yeah, yeah. And I tell her I slept for four hours maybe that night. Oh my god! And the whole time, like I was in and out of sleep, and that's what I was like seeing was her, and I yeah it was it was weird. No me gusta. So, wow. it, it was very, very creepy. I do want to go back, and I do want to actually, like, do another investigation there and actually stay the night. I feel like this is, like, that moment in the office where Jim just, like, looks at the camera and shakes his head. No. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> but I, I definitely want to go again. I've told Cindy, and Cindy's like, okay, definitely, let's do it then. And so... Mm-hmm. Hopefully, at some point, we, because uh, Nick, Nick wants to go, which, have have you met Nick? Nick, Roomcaster Nick, or different Nick? The one that's also a psychic medium Nick? Yeah. The one that's a- he does roomcasting. Yeah. 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 He's, he works HB. Yeah. That, that Nick. <laughs> that Nick, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why I'm like, uh, trying to beat around the bush without saying HB when we brought it up so many freaking Sorry, times. HB. Also, uh, over here. H-E-B. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Wow. So Nick wants to go, and so we're... we're wanting to B-team. Do B-team go. Um, I guess I'll go with you guys. We want to do another thing. And I'll try not to vomit. 
But I might. That's the thing is that if you want, like, the two of us could split it. Yeah. And, like, honestly, like, okay, so, like, I have this thing. If I have any strong smells come over me or anything, like, I will vomit. So, like, I will probably vomit if something happens. (laughs) That's the thing is that it's, like, it wasn't even, like, a crazy amount of activity. It was more verbal. Yeah, I got you. Than anything. And it's the feeling of, like, okay, something's here. Yeah. And that was it. But the fact that it's, like, I had such a strong feeling. Mm -hmm. And then the second I left. You felt better. I felt better. Mm -hmm. Like, the further I got, the better I felt. Yeah. And outside of being tired and feeling like I needed to, like, like the little girl was trying to say something. Yeah. And make it known. Other than that, nothing. Mm-hmm. It, it was just like I felt fine, and hmm. it, it was just weird. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Yeah, it was very, very creepy. Well, um, now you guys can go and see what all happened Yes. on our YouTube channel. Allison, yes. tell us about that. So, unfortunately, it's like three hours of <laughs> stuff. So if you're a sexy ghost, you can get the full length. Become a sexy ghost on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash polterpals. Come join us. So there is some just straight EVP sessions in there, but it Mm -hmm. does say EVP session. Yeah. Um, And you can hear the necrophonics Mm because it's just picking up the room noise and essentially picks up room noise and then anything below our normal hearing. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what that was, and but yeah, it's there. It's on YouTube. Um, if you want to go see it, and there's also a one-hour investigation on there as well. If you want to go check that out, but yeah, so there's a. I think it's like an hour and fifteen. Yeah. Of the actual investigation that's up there for everybody to see. So there is not necessarily. We never call it proof. You know, but there is evidence that we have found that this place is concluded. Allison, how would you like to rate this place? One out of five ghosts? How ghosts? How many ghosts? I would say just because the intense feeling, I want to put it at 3.5. 3.5 ghosts. Um, But yeah, it's that gut feeling and then the intense feeling like... You're going to barf. Yeah, you're going to barf <laughs> and not really know, like, dire- very directionally impaired. Oof. You're in there. Oof. And so it's like, oh, yeah, let's go this. But, yeah. Yeah, it was it was weird. Cool. So, yeah, if y'all want to check this out, go check it out. If not, go follow us, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. That's where you can check these videos out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode. Um, Very Allison-centric episode. Um, yeah. Thanks. Don't forget to go follow us on all of our social medias and everything. Go check this out and bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Polter Gals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media podcast. <laughs>